I'm Lena, and I'm from Russia. Hello, I'm Alice, and I'm from England. And, and this is Aya Hong Kong. Unfiltered opinions about life, society, and culture in Hong Kong. From the perspective of young female expats who constantly exclaim "Aya" about how difficult and fun it is to survive in a big city. You know, after living with her in that service apartment for a while, I really like couldn't do it anymore. I kind of told her in advance that I'm gonna be moving out soon, sooner or later. So I was still paying rent and living with her, but yeah, I was barely at home. I was the, I was always like going out somewhere just not to be at home at all. And yeah, then, and what a waste of your money, though. I know, Horrible. I know. And then finally, I decided to move out completely. I don't know why. Like after living with her, I understood that I don't really want to live with anybody. But then I found shared apartment with like a full circus inside. Like I don't know why I chose that apartment. I was just like rushed to just like move out and be done. Yeah. So I found an apartment, and it was a complete circus. Like come on. So. This apartment was also in Cosby Bay, and there were three rooms, three bedrooms. So this girl, uh, she was the flight attendant. She was the main person who was renting the apartment, mm. and so she was kind of like subletting the other two rooms to other people. And she even told me like, "Oh, you know, if anybody asks, like, you are my friend," because she was not supposed to sublet to people she doesn't know. Illegal. So yeah, <laughs> it was shady, shady business. That was her. Another room was empty when I moved in, and that room always had like people in. And out, we couldn't find anybody stable to live there. So we had like three roommates in and out from that room in two years that I lived there. So it was like quite frequent. Then we also had a helper that lived with us. Yeah, that's person number four. It's great to have help. Um, in Hong Kong, I don't want to go as far to say as you need it because I don't need it right now. No, actually, I don't really think I don't really think you do need it. I don't think you do need it. No, to be honest, I think that it's. I mean, where we come from, parents are having three or four kids and the mums doing it all themselves and they're. They're, exactly. They're striving. They're doing it. They're working it out. I don't know why here everybody needs help. And you can take care of your stupid dogs yourself as well, you know? Exactly. Just saying. Yeah. You know, we had a helper that was living with us in the apartment. She had like a tiny, tiny bed behind the kitchen. So it wasn't even a proper room for her because <sighs> some of the apartments here in Hong Kong, they have proper rooms for the helpers to live there. Yeah, I've seen some of them in kids' houses. Yeah. And it's like a decent, decent size you know, but this one was just like yeah. a tiny little bed. And my roommate had two dogs. Yep. So yeah. that's how many living and breathing things we had in the apartment. And the thing is, like, yeah, I knew what I was signing up for. And I was just like, yeah, okay, I, I, I thought it's going to be fun. Like, you know, so many people and... You know, I was all alone in Hong Kong and I didn't have any friends. So I thought renting an apartment with somebody will be more fun and I will have some friends and company. But then yeah. after two years, I was just like, leave me alone, everybody. Just leave me alone. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> Bye. So, yeah, it was also very dramatic the way I left that apartment. But oh, my God, my whole life is... Oh, I remember. My whole life is so dramatic, you guys. Horrible. You're the main character. The main character You're the main syndrome. character, Helen. Yes. <laughs> at first, at first, it was kind of fun to live there. We were like going out together, going to the islands, going to the restaurants, hiking, having fun. It was very weird to live together with a helper. 
in one apartment, I felt very uncomfortable because for me, I've never had a helper before. So I don't know how to like approach mm. her and tell her like to do this this way, to do that that way. Can I also just address the helper yeah. thing just really quickly before I forget? Uh, like you said, she was living behind the kitchen in a tiny room, yeah. like yeah. really tiny. And ha- she had the clothes hanging above her, you yeah. told me before. Yeah. Um, the clothes hanging out to dry above her. Well, this is this is not the minority of helpers. This is the majority of them. This is their living situation yeah. here. Some people even turn the kitchen cupboards into a bunk bed situation Crazy. for them. And the kids' houses that I've been to... That none of the helpers have their own room. They share a room with the youngest kid. Oh, wow. Basically. Unless you're like uber rich, you can't afford an extra room for your helper. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's horrible, but they do that because they just work to save money to send home to their families. Yeah. And they seem to be okay with it. I don't know whether that's just, that's what they've grown up expecting. Mm-hmm. But the state's... Not good. Yeah, that's why I felt also quite uncomfortable because I understand her situation. And then she would always spend so much time in the living room, sitting at the kitchen table, you know, at the dining table. So yeah. I never had a chance to use the dining table because if I would sit there, she would move to her tiny bed. Mm-hmm. So so you felt you like you were inconvenienc- yeah. inconveniencing her with your presence. Yeah, exactly. And like, but it shouldn't be like that true uh, the whole situation ah. was just so weird and then at the same time her main task was to walk the dogs because my roommate she was a flight attendant right so she was constantly in and out of the hong kong and somebody had to then don't buy any fucking dogs exactly. don't adopt dogs exactly. don't have this god complex it's wrong with you exactly and she clearly had the god complex because both of the dog were disabled <sighs> yeah yeah, one of the dogs. Oh, babies! One of the dogs was quite big, and he had both legs paralyzed, mm-hmm. so he couldn't. Uh, he yeah. needed to walk with the special wheelchair for the dogs, so he would actually go Aww. with a wheelchair. I know the whole. Oh, so I, I know. Um, I'm glad he had a he 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 had a life, yeah. but um, that's very sad. And the second sad. dog was just so old and barely like barely walking and always grumpy and always barking for no freaking reason like dogs they just love to bark and i'm really not a dog person i'm sorry guys so (laughs) me too (laughs) the helper was cats all the way yes exactly thank you and so the helper was taking care of the dogs she was also cleaning the apartment she was helping us with our uh, laundry and she could also cook for us which i never asked her to cook for me because uh, her cooking was just not good (laughs) sorry but yeah um even her cleaning was not up to my standard um we had three people living in the apartment right three three people and she herself also has clothes that she needs to wash and so we need to change the bed sheets we have clothes to dry to wash and everything it was just stressful Mm -hmm. all the time sometimes i would literally run out of fresh underwear because my underwear is in laundry for weeks and weeks and weeks and i can't get it back and i'm like hello i have no more underwear to wear excuse me like (laughs) i remember you telling me like i'm just gonna do my laundry myself from now on yeah please 
It takes her so long. Because once again, she didn't have any space to dry the clothes. It was drying on top of your bed. Yeah. That's where the washing machine yeah. was. And so, of course, if there are... Well, no, she could take it to the laundromat to dry it. She could. Yeah, but then we would she have could. to pay for it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, where, yeah. where would she get yeah. it? <laughs> My roommate could have bought a different washing machine, the one that comes with the drying option. Yeah, the two-in-one. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. she knew that so many people are going to share their apartment. Like, she could have bought a different washing machine. But anyway, so the clothes took forever to dry. And sometimes <laughs> she would mix it up because so many people, she would bring me somebody else's clothes and give my clothes to somebody else. Some items, it was mm-hmm. just like a little bit like, yuck. And sometimes I would find dog. Yeah, like somebody else having your underwear. Right. And some- or you having somebody else's exactly. underwear. And uh, sometimes I would lose some socks and never find them. And my clothes would have like dog hair on it. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> and I don't want dog hair on my clothes. <laughs> um, and the way she was handing my clothes to dry, I would always fight with her about that. I was trying to be nice, but sometimes I would be just like, I've told you so many times. You know, uh, my yoga pants, she would put them on the hanger, like on the hanger mm. inside. Yeah. Inside yoga pants. And stretch yep. the waist, the waistband yeah. so out. So the waist... Yeah. They're supposed to be tight. Yeah, exactly. So the waist would have like ears uh. on the side. And I was like, who dry pants like that you just fold them over just hang it over the bottom yeah fold it over (sighs) yeah also the dogs would go for a walk at 6 a.m yeah that's really early that's really early Mm -hmm. and that's what i'm yeah exactly so and this big dog i told you needs a wheelchair so she needs to arrange the wheelchair to the dog it makes a lot of noise and the dog is so i can just imagine the noise down the corridor like and then the dog would always be so like um excited to go out and he would whimper like And I would be like, oh my god, shut the fuck up, seriously, oh, that's so annoying. So it was a lot of noise. I would usually wake up at 7 to go to work, but Mm. I was always woken up at 6. And then a lot of the times, those dogs would have like an explosive diarrhea in the middle of the night. And then they need to wake up, change their bed, change, wash everything, and it stinks. It would smell for hours and hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Dog poo smells. Mm-hmm. 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 Horrible. It smells. Horrible. And then um, the first roommate, the one that keeps changing, it was a very nice girl. We had a lot of fun time together. We were going out. She was very nice. She was very polite. The one that came after her was actually a local friend of my roommate. She just, uh, she yeah. was changing an apartment and she's decided to stay with us and she was so freaking noisy she would come back home very late at night she would sit in the living room and she would like text on Mm -hmm. her phone with the sound on so if you are sitting on your phone do you need the sound on ding ding no no turn it off just put it on vibrate especially if you live with people yeah and she would like type the message ding and i'm like yeah turn it off it's like 11 at night already and she, yeah, she would bring friends over. She was at also very late at night. So she was making a lot of noise. Yeah, people here in Hong mm-hmm. Kong, uh, even if they need to wake up early, they stay awake very late at night. Yeah. 
it just I feel like it's a general Hong Kong thing. Uh, every people's lights will be on until two o'clock in the morning. You can see the lights from their apartments. Then they'll go off, and then they'll maybe wake up at six or seven. Like they seem to be able to exist on very little sleep, but they're definitely night owls. I would say, yeah, in yeah, general, exactly. So if you're an early riser, that's not common here. <laughs> She would also like turn on the TV late at night and watch something just just to have like like a background noise. And I'm like, well, I work in a kindergarten. I need to fucking wake up early. So like, oh, it was it was yeah, a cul a cultural difference, I would say. And you know, my yeah. another roommate, she was a flight attendant. So sometimes she would arrive in the middle of the night. And the dogs would mm -hmm. get excited. Of course, yeah, mommy's home. Mommy's home. So the dogs would like make so much noise, and uh, and she was she was always trying to like make your dogs quiet, which was making mm -hmm. even more noise because she was like shh shh shh, which your shh yeah. was so loud already. Well, speaking on the topic of dogs, I mean, I actually love I love the dog who I live above now. Like he he's so cute. He's so lovely. He doesn't really bark that much like they've trained him pretty well mm -hmm. but um oftentimes uh, like this, this is what you need to do so it, i'm not really complaining about it i'm just pointing it out that oftentimes i will just hear good boy good boy good boy good boy and like uh, yeah it's good you need to give dogs positive reinforcement to learn things i'm like a very late riser i like to sleep in mm -hmm. especially now that i don't have to get up early i mean i sometimes get up at 8 30 or 9 but most of the time i'm getting up at 10 but sometimes hearing uh good boy good boy it will wake me up yeah. and i'm just like <sighs> <laughs> yeah but I, I love shine. him i love him and and yeah but do, i get it dogs do need to be uh walked early in the morning but also there's two freaking farm dogs outside who i i'm not even gonna do it now because we're not on the topic of where we live now yeah. but you will you will learn people yeah exactly <laughs> this local girl would also bring your local friends from the protest so that was around that time oh yes so around that time uh she was really oh. into that both of them they were really into the protest mm -hmm. which i don't really want to discuss the protest and where is my nope. standpoint with Not it a good idea. no and don't want to talk nope. about it but yeah nope. all of your friends would like dress up in black and go to the protest and sometimes you know because we were living in Kosovo bay right next to the the whole shebang oh they were just yep. outside your window yep. yeah mm -hmm. sometimes i, I couldn't know. leave the mm -hmm. house because it was just outside my house the whole thing yeah. and so sometimes yeah. the police would come and then you know throwing all the gas bombs whatever so they would come to our apartment yeah. to hide yeah. and so we would have like 10 people wearing the whole gear the whole shebang of the yeah. protesters yeah sitting in our living room yeah. watching the live news Mm -hmm. and like talking about it and i would be That's just what like people were doing at those times yeah. they were just watching the yeah, news and yeah i would be just like wow but they, they were putting your your life at risk kind of i mean if the police had seen them all go into your mm -hmm. apartment they, they at that point you the police were very unpredictable yeah. they were doing things that i'm not really sure are exactly legal but again they are the law so they can do whatever the hell they want they could have totally come in and arrested you Exactly. So I was just like, I don't feel For comfortable. I don't feel comfortable at all being surrounded by those people. Yeah. So the next roommate was kind of recommended 
to us by our previous roommate, which was she was such a nice girl. So of course we let this one stay with us. But this was just the devil. This girl, she was the devil. She was like smiling to us. I don't us. know if I know about her. She was smiling to us, but she was the fucking bitch. I'm sorry, people, but she was horrible. <laughs> like she would talk shit about us behind our backs and she would invite people without even telling us because we had a rule like if we are inviting people over we would like text a message and say like oh somebody is coming with me hang out yes basic etiquette she would just show up without saying anything with some random white people like you know that type of arrogant Mm -hmm. westerners that we don't like oh i know yeah Mm -hmm, so that mm -hmm. was your that was your surrounding that was yeah that was her crowd the Mm. people that she liked to hang out with and so yeah she would just like show up on it uninvited i would say and also the helper told me later i don't know why the helper didn't stop her but basically you know in the kitchen we would have our own shelves and i would buy some cooking things for myself not to share with anybody because i don't want anybody to like ruin those things it's just for me but it's on the shelf that is not... Yeah. You know, the shelf is out and about and in the open. But everybody knows it's my shelf, it's your shelf. I'm not touching your things, you're not touching my things. Yeah. She would come, take my things uh, and tell the helper, oh, don't tell Helen, just don't tell her, okay? And and she would cook with your things? Yeah, your food? Uh, like I had some some containers. She would take my containers to go hiking and then she would oh, bring okay. them back and never tell me that she mm-hmm. used them. She would just ask the helper to wash it and put it back like nothing ever happened. And I was just like, what the fuck? Who does that? (gasps) My God. Yeah. Wow. Thank you to your helper for being the rat in this situation. Yeah, but she should have stopped her as well. Like, tell her like, no, Helen said. True, but they might feel like, oh, that is... These are all my, you know, my employers. I don't know. I can't say no to them. But she still should have. Yeah, she still should have. Yeah, yeah. So this girl was just like a trouble. And then after a while, we changed a new helper because the previous one also had like so many problems of her own. So we had a new one and this one was Mm. so sassy. Like if you ask her to (laughs) hang your pants the certain way, she would be like, oh, I know better. Like I want my pants to be hanged this way and I'm paying you money to do so which I was trying to talk to her in a nice Mm. way right because I cannot like it's not my way to talk to people to like you know oh you bitch do this way also you're not you're not like one of these Hong Kong people that's like do whatever I tell you to because some of them treat the helpers like shit exactly exactly so I was trying to tell her like you know I like my pants to be hanged this way and da 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 and she would flip on me she was having a tantrum what the fuck so weird (laughs) yeah I'd rather like do it myself than ask you bitch so that's why Mm. we would have some fights over and over again just because she would flip on me for no reason yeah and I was telling the thing is though when you start doing things yourself the helpers also have a problem with you because they think why are they not asking me to do it it's my job mm-hmm. so no matter what you're gonna have an issue here if you do it yourself you have an issue if she does it you have an issue exactly and i was talking to my roommate because she hired her right so i was like explaining like you know it can't go yeah. on like this why is she like being so mean to me like what the hell is going on like can we resolve this issue and she was just like oh yeah yeah i will talk to her da, 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 da. nothing was really fixed Nothing was really fixed. Yeah. And then 
uh, we got rid of that roommate. <sighs> she went back to Germany uh, because her internship was over. And then we couldn't find anybody because the pandemic started and we couldn't find another roommate. So that room was empty for a while until i left it was still empty mm -hmm. we couldn't find anybody one of the dogs died the one that was super old it died yeah. and my roommate got really mm -hmm. sick uh she went to the hospital she came out of the hospital she couldn't eat anything she had like some serious disease and i think she got the disease because she was kissing the dead dog yeah you you are you told me before she was hugging the carcass of the dog exactly which is just not sanitary at all exactly I, I mean I understand it's your dog you love it so much and it just passed away but you don't freaking kiss it you know so she really got and you don't keep it in the apartment either yeah so she really ended up in the hospital and I think she got this disease in her stomach because of the dog and after a couple of months she decided to adopt another dog. So yeah. we just lost a dog <laughs> and she got another one. So at first she was fostering that dog and then she decided to full-time adopt it. But that dog, it, it also had some like bipolar disease or something. Sometimes it would be like sad and lying down and doing nothing and sometimes just like completely running around the apartment, biting everything, biting everybody, barking for no freaking reason. And the helper would also have a problem with this new dog. They were like not connecting because sometimes mm. I told you, right, this dog would go like crazy and like attack everybody, bark and stuff. And the helper was trying not to be too harsh on the dog. And so the dog would take control yeah. over the situation. And sometimes I would just... Mm be in my room minding my own business and I can hear the helper trying to negotiate with the dog to calm down and I would be like <gasps> oh my god it's a dog it's an animal you have to shout at them god, you were living in a, a madhouse literally yes, like a comedy it, is playing it on felt outside like that. of your room it felt like that so I would come out I would shout at the dog oh of course I wouldn't slap it I wouldn't like do anything physical just shout at the dog no, sit down you need to discipline yeah, them and he yeah. would shut up yeah Immediately. Yeah. And she was just like, yeah. oh no, 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 no. Of course the dog will never listen dogs to you. Dogs respect who is boss. Exactly. Dogs respect who is exactly. boss. Exactly. If you teach them. I think it's lovely of her to adopt dogs that nobody else wants. Yeah. I do think that's quite lovely, but... If you're going to adopt disabled dogs or dogs with behavioral issues, you should be living by yourself mm -hmm. because that sh that uh, burden shouldn't be forced on anybody else. Okay, you are um, subletting the rooms in your apartment, whatever, trying to make some money out of it. But also maybe don't adopt dogs with some problems if you are a flight attendant. Yes, and, and that, yeah, she's never there. Exactly. Yeah. Like, why do you need those dogs if you are never there? And primarily the mm. helper is taking care of them more than you do it was so weird it was so yeah, weird so was she really doing a good thing that's that's I, so weird I doubt. like she's trying to get like good karma or something yeah. from from looking after these dogs and then completely just absolving herself of the responsibility and i'm flying off now bye you you everybody my deal with it dog yeah. and look after it exactly yeah she had a cat as well i remember i, I saw a cat <sighs> yes. on your uh, instagram then, That's cute though. then the interesting thing happened. My roommate, she was just really into animals. She would find a fish on the street and try... Freaking Dr. Doolittle. Yeah, and she would like save the fish. A fish? Yeah, she found a, a live fish on the floor in Causeway Bay and she saved this fish. It was probably from the wet market. No, she saved it. Was it was from the wet market, She saved right? it. I don't know. Because she said it, this fish doesn't look... She probably look... bought it from the wet market. She <sighs> 
So she would like... This fish doesn't look edible. I'm going to save it. Exactly. And uh, she would save a little bird uh, also found on the street, you know, stuff like that. Like she would take care of... My God, Mary uh, Poppins. Yeah, she would take care of everybody. No, Snow White, sorry. Snow White, yeah. Mary Poppins. So she was... Both. She was walking back home and you know sometimes the apartments the apartment buildings they will have this construction uh, bamboo thing scaffolding what do you mean sometimes you, you mean always <laughs> all the time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so she heard somebody meow on mm. the street on mm. that scaffolding mm. and so she, i don't know how she managed but she rescued a kitten mm. on that scaffolding oh wow I and so she brought it, yeah she brought it back and we were like trying to ask people around whose cat is this it's a little kitten and it's an expensive kitten yes it was a designer cat it's an expensive it was an exotic kind of yeah. breed yeah yeah it was like maybe 10,000 hong kong dollars per kitten wow oh my god stuff like that i think she managed to find the people whose cat was that and she tried to call them several times they wouldn't pick up the phone. And she was like, maybe they don't even care about this kitten. Yeah, they then. must have abandoned um, it. But then um, the story unfolded this way. It was an old couple and a helper living together. And the cat just escaped through the open window. How irresponsible. Yeah, if you adopt cats here, um, if you buy them, they don't give a shit. They just want the money. If you adopt cats here, you need to prove that you have mesh on your windows or mesh on your mm. balcony or whatever because exactly. um, cats falling from buildings is a very common thing here because people just don't seem to horrible to protect their cat from these kinds of perfectly avoidable deaths just idiots basically at the end of it all they wanted to get their cat back but my roommate decided that they don't deserve the cat back yeah i get it yeah Kind of. Yeah, I get it, but also, like, it's not your fucking cat. Yeah. You know, it's not your fucking decision. Yeah. You're not God. You're not God, God to decide. She crosses so many ethical boundaries, this woman. Uh, She stopped answering the phone calls from this old couple, and she just, she just took this cat, you know, under her wing. She decided that it's her cat now. And that's how we had three animals living with us. The dog with the bipolar disease... <laughs> Um, the dog with the wheelchair and the expensive kitten. You could have opened a frigging petting zoo in your house. Come to the marvelous Causeway Bay <laughs> exactly. petting zoo, everybody. Actually, Causeway Bay is the home of many cat cafes, so you could have started a business from that. <laughs> true, true, exactly. Do you want to hang out with the disabled dogs and the expensive kitten? Come over. Come over. That uh, bipolar dog would always play with the kitten like crazy. They were running around, going crazy with each other. Like, oh my God. You know, the cat needs to pee at home. It's not a dog. You can't like walk it out. Yeah. All right. We were interrupted by the phone call. We are back now. So I don't remember what was the last busy sentence. Girls. Yes, well, busy girls. Really. No, yeah, we are busy. Yeah, we are. We are. We are busy. That cat's litter was not in the bathroom because the dog would enter the bathroom and eat the litter the you know the thing that you put in the cat's litter that is absorbing the pee and oh, yeah. poo so yeah, this yeah. this is like charcoal yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that like this foamy yeah. foamy thing i don't know what it is but this dog was just so stupid it would go inside the bathroom and eat that shit and of course it's not good for the stomach
dog. So my roommate didn't come up with anything better than just put the cat's litter in the room that was empty. You know, the smell was very strong. Because nobody actually lived in that room, so nobody would ever turn on the AC in that room. So there was no air circulation, yeah. and it was just the cat's litter. But they didn't open the windows. You know, in summer, it doesn't do much. Yeah. If you open... No, 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 yeah. it just brings yeah. in hot air. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the humidity. That room was always so stinky with the cat's smell. Also, maybe they're buying like a bad brand of litter because... Uh, supposedly you should buy pine litter which is made of wood mm. made of pine mm-hmm. and um, it doesn't smell well it, it smells like pine trees mm-hmm. but when has it ever been a problem to have your house smell like wood like this natural yeah, smell yeah. but here they seem to love all of these like um, deodorizing litters mm-hmm. made of clay mm-hmm. and have different colors in them and that kind of thing and they're not really good for the cat mm. and also if the dog is eating that that's toxic exactly exactly that's why it was in the room not in the bathroom because bathroom you're all always like in and out nobody is locking the door yeah. and the dog would just go in there so the helper decided to dry to start drying clothes in that room because it was more space it was spacious instead of just drying <sighs> it where she was drying it before and so i would get my clothes back and it stinks of cats poo and pee uh hello like can we fix that so i was talking to my roommate can we fix the problem with the cats litter i didn't sign up for that why is my clothes smelling like i was rolling in the cat's pee that's horrible that's horrible yeah that is horrible so this situation was never resolved the dogs were going crazy the cat smell was crazy new helper was crazy and then our neighbors the floor up decided to start learning violin oh god and it was right above my bedroom and they would play violin for hours and hours and hours until like very late at night and i told my roommate can you hear that can you hear that she was like what where what no i can't hear anything and i was like no they're playing violin why is it that nobody else can hear these things i don't know i was always wondering because i had a freaking neighbor across in another building who played the trumpet the trumpet, which is more annoying than a violin, yeah. arguably. But also, if you don't know how to play the violin, that's also yeah, very exactly. annoying. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, if you're bad at the violin, then that can be the worst noise he ever because it's so high-pitched yep. and scratchy. Ugh. I had a fucking neighbor who played the trumpet and it was always the... Um, wait, I, I, I will do it for you. See if you can guess the song. It was always when the fucking saints go marching in. I'm like, can the saints please go marching out? I don't want the saints to march in anywhere, please. My roommates were... I don't know what's wrong with them. They just, they would, no, sometimes, but not really. It's not that loud. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Do I have like exactly. super, superhuman hearing? Yes. She would tell me the same, like, oh yeah, I kind of hear something, but not too much. And I'm like, no. We must be so sensitive. I don't know. Yeah. We had to go to those neighbors and talk to them a couple of times. Like, you know, can you chill with your violin? Play at least one hour yeah. a day and not like at midnight, you know? Can you practice some yeah. other time? Be nicer. And they would say like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would, they would continue doing the same shit. So we actually had to call the police. Mm. Yeah. After that, they got scared of us. 
Would they play music after 11 p.m.? Yeah. Yeah. Then that's illegal. Yeah. yeah that's against the law here. In, in private building. Well, in everywhere. So we kind of like finally came to terms that they would only play one hour per day and not too late because like that's in that's unhuman. That violin, he was really yeah. bad at it. So yeah, uh, that was one yeah. thing. And then it was around that time when um, the pandemic hit hard and we were working from home. Kind of. You know, our yeah. kindergarten yeah. never really allowed us to work from home. But there was one week... You mean working from home in the school? Yeah, there was one week when we <laughs> were staying at home, actually. It was our summer holidays in February. Yes, yeah. I remember. Yeah, And my yeah. neighbors decided to start renovating their apartment. The same neighbors with the violin. They decided to renovate the whole apartment. It was drilling noise. Yeah. The whole day, every Me day. Me too. Out of all yeah. the time and places, you decided to start renovating the whole apartment when the pandemic hit. Yeah, really, why now? Yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah. So they were drilling nonstop. And then uh, my apartment was right next to the hotel, which they decided to tear it down. So the construction began of, you know, <laughs> of breaking this hotel oh down floor by floor every day yeah. i would come back home oh, they were Kong. breaking it down because they couldn't really what are you talking about nothing ever changed for you <laughs> exactly so you know i was fed up with the cat i was fed up with the dogs the helper the noise the violin the construction the deconstruction of the building <laughs> yeah so i was just like yeah Fine, I'm moving out. I am so done living with people. I want my own private space. I want to do my laundry anytime I want. I don't want any dogs whining in the middle of the night or at 6 a.m. in the morning. I am done. I am living. Nobody is listening to me in this apartment. Bye-bye. So I found the apartment and I told my roommate that, you know, if none of these issues are going to be fixed, I'm moving out. And which I did. And... She had the guts to tell me like, oh, you didn't tell me in advance that you're moving out. So I'm going to like deduct money from your deposit. So she barely gave me anything back. Hi, this bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I was so lucky because I only gave her one month deposit when I moved in. So I was so lucky. I was so smart because if I would given her two months deposit, I would lose so much money. She wouldn't give me anything back. So I was quite lucky that I only gave her one month deposit. She barely gave me anything back. She was like, oh, let me charge you for this. Let me charge you for that. Da, 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 da. And after that, she stopped talking to me completely. Like I am her enemy now. But like, what did I do? I just told you that I don't want to live here anymore. Like, I want to be by myself. And you didn't have a contract that stipulates you need to stay for a certain amount of time either. So you could have left whenever you want. We never signed any contract. It was all verbal, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. All WhatsApp. Exactly. She is subletting this apartment illegally. I am the bad bitch now for like wanting to live somewhere yeah. else. Bitch, please. Yeah, she was trying Get to... Get a grip. She was trying to paint me as this bitch that is ungrateful because she was like, well, I took you in my apartment when you were feeling down and I helped you and, you know, I was understanding and she's talking about you like you're one of these disabled dogs yeah exactly like i took you in yeah yeah that's what she told the me hell? i took you in i took care of you i helped you la 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 and now you are like leaving me in this difficult time it's pandemic i cannot find i cannot find another roommate like what the fuck are you doing but like 
it's your decision to rent a huge expensive apartment in Causeway Bay. You are renting it. You take care of it. Why yeah. are you blaming this on me? It was your decision. Like right mm-hmm. now, I am renting an apartment in North Point. I can afford it. I'm not renting a yeah. big villa somewhere, I don't know, on the peak and like subletting it to other people mm-hmm. and blaming them for that. Yeah. You know, so weird. She was living beyond her means. Exactly. That's her stupid yeah. decision. Yeah, she shouldn't have done that. Exactly. And, and well, maybe she she was like, oh, well, COVID happened and now I don't have a job anymore. So you fucked me over. It's like, no, the whole time I've been living here, I've been fucked over by you with all of the bullshit. And we don't have a contract, so I'm just gonna go. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. So you got yourself out of there. Yeah. So I lost yeah. I lost some money because she charged me for some like for breaching, for leaving here earlier without like saying in advance, yeah. which is not true. I told her in advance, but whatever. I was just so happy to be out of that apartment. But the funny thing happened just when I moved to this apartment, they started breaking down a building. Exactly the same noise. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's karma. Maybe I'm the bitch. And it, the karma followed me. Now I have another construction next to me. I don't I know. I don't know. I just think that's a product of Hong Kong because after I moved, actually, uh, when I was living in Quarry Bay, there was no construction. Yeah. There wasn't anything. I don't remember any construction. But um, I moved to uh, Apple Chow uh, to a public housing estate. Uh, so I have a very, very local look into things. Because yeah. I lived in public housing where there's no frigging white people there, guys. I was like, when I first move in, I was the hot topic in that building. Oh my God. I was the alien. I was, I was so fucking uncomfortable for about the first eight months I lived there. Oh my God. It took about eight months for people to be like, oh yeah, that's that white girl. Eight months of stares. And, and, um, I understood a tiny, a little bit of Chinese then, not that much, but I could, you can tell, you, even if you don't understand the language, you can tell when someone's talking about you. Yeah. Now I know when someone's talking about me, but I was definitely like the topic of conversation. Whenever I took the lift, it was the most uncomfortable place I've ever lived in terms of the people who were around me. In the actual house, I was living with my partner and his parents. So you can also imagine that that was a struggle. Yeah. But it, it came with some positives and negatives. Like his dad cleaned a lot. And um, so kind of cleaned in his version of cleaned is not my version of clean, but whatever. <laughs> um, I just kind of stayed in the room, in the bedroom and set up myself in there. And it was fine. On the weekend, his parents both went to work. So we were had the whole place to ourselves every Saturday and Sunday, mm-hmm. every weekend. Mm-hmm. It was it was fine. It was quite nice. But eventually we had to buy a car, but we didn't buy a car just because, oh, we want a car because we needed a freaking car to have our own space. Car parks in Hong Kong are the same price as a house in another country oh to rent god. every month oh my god so we were renting a three thousand dollar more than three thousand i can't remember three thousand three thousand dollar car park for our freedom yeah from away from this but um like uh, public housing estates are kind of like this right uh okay so maybe there's 30 floors each floor has um three blocks going off of it so it's like a uh, i don't know how you would describe that shape not like a star like a cross yeah but with an extra, yeah it's so weird without yeah, yeah yeah they're all 
in cr- kind of cross shapes, mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. this, like a grid pattern or something. And um, so there was eight apartments per wing. So on our wing, there was eight. On the other wing, there was eight. On the other wing, there was eight. So eight times three times 30. That's a lot of people That's a lot. living in the same place. That's a lot. And each public housing estate has six or seven blocks of public houses. So it's a lot of people. It's a lot of very local people. They were doing what they do, you know, buying stanky fish from the wet market and playing mahjong all hours of the day. It was clack, 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 clack. Even my next door frigging neighbors, they were playing mahjong from the minute they woke up until the minute they went to sleep. Actually, they were quite good. They didn't play after 11 because the one good thing about public housing is if you call the security and say, hello. Um, there's somebody making noise above me, below me, around me. The security will come and deal with it immediately. Mm -hmm. That's one good thing about public housing. They do deal with issues like that. During Chinese New Year, it's kind of like a free-for-all, whatever. People were having parties until three o'clock in the morning for that entire month of February or January, whatever month that was. Oh, and burning things in the corridor because they have loads of festivals with ghosts, ghost festivals, and they need to burn things or incense. Basically, it was an assault, an assault of the senses, an assault of my ears, of my eyes, of my mouth, of my nose, an assault of everything. I'm so grateful to being given a place to live. I I did pay a little bit of money to them Mm -hmm. in the beginning, but then um, I had like you need to pay for and other things to pay for. And I didn't say, oh, can I stop paying? No, they said, you can take a break from paying us for a while, save some money. So they really did support me a lot. And I'm so, 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 so grateful. But Lord knows I will never live in Hong Kong public housing ever again, (laughs) ever again. Tiny windows. I know every Hong Kong house has like these prison cage bars on the window to protect you from like falling out or something. I don't. I don't know. Your building is old and not very high. So Mm -hmm. maybe that's why. I don't know. But uh, public housing do. Yeah, I have uh, these things in the bathroom window. But in my room, I don't have that. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. It's a blessing. Those, it looks like you're in prison. You need to like peer through the bars. Also the view, the view in public housing is if you're unlucky, like the view is onto another building to another building, to another building. Then there's parks at the bottom of them. In the public house, they always build a park at the bottom so and a school right next to it. So if it's not construction noise or mahjong noise or just people noise, it's kids noise. And I think the one good thing about living there is I was close to the ocean. So the air was always very fresh. Yeah. And mold, barely any mold. Mm. Wi-Fi, I didn't have to pay for. Bills, I didn't have to pay for. Occasionally food that I ate. Most of the time, it was not the kind of food that a white person like me. I am I mean, I quite like a lot of Asian dishes. Mm-hmm. No, maybe not. I don't know. You call me picky. I guess I am picky. <laughs> also, I'm like a vegetarian. There's a limit of the things I can eat. It's like the food that we were eating in our kindergarten, you know? It was also Chinese food, but the way they cooked it, it was just not up to our standard, you know? It can be better. It was oily. It was like slimy. It was kind of dirty. It was weird. With the kindergarten, sometimes the food was not that bad, but most of the time it was dog shit. It's the same situation. Sometimes the food was okay and I was very grateful for it, but most of the time I was forcing it down. And then till eventually I just decided to stop forcing it down and just go straight into the room instead. Yeah. And then I was kind of seen as like antisocial. Oh, why doesn't she want to come out and eat with us? And it's not that I don't want to come out and eat with you. Like I will bring my own food out. 
to eat around you when you're eating. I don't, I'm fine. I, I can do that. But um, I also thought that was more rude to bring my own food and eat with them while they're all eating some Chinese food that I sometimes it's not that I didn't want to eat it. I couldn't eat it because it would be like crab or I don't like seafood. I don't like shelled seafood like that or beef or like a whole body of a pigeon or something. So living there came with a lot of um, challenges and arguments as well. Yeah, Not, not exactly. Some of them were my fault. Like, it must have been difficult for them to start living with a white person. Mm-hmm. It must have been. Yeah. Three Chinese people in a building full of Chinese people. Yeah. And then this white girl starts living there. It must have been a little bit stressful for them to have me around. And I used to go to sleep at uh, 11.30. Well, I think it's quite reasonable. I used to fall asleep at midnight, but go to sleep at 11.30 because we used to, at the kindergarten, like you said, we needed to be there at 8 or 8, 8, 8.30 at the latest. Yeah. And I was always late. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I used to go to sleep at that time. But um, my partner's mum liked to stay awake and watch TV until 2 o'clock in the morning. She would complain, oh, now I have to turn the speaker down really low. Oh, I have to turn all the lights off and watch TV in the dark. But when you invite people to live in your home, I guess you should kind of accommodate them a little bit. Yeah. Actually, it wasn't me who was complaining. I was just dealing with it. Yeah. It's not like you invited yourself to live with them. They actually offered. Yes, I could have looked for somewhere. Yeah, 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 I was offered. It came with all of the kind of issues that everybody would imagine comes with living with in-laws, basically. Yeah, yeah, true. And also in-laws that are different culture. Exactly. Wow. I mean, That's like double the trouble. Well, that's a whole episode in itself. Living with people or, or just being in relationships or whatever or being best friends with somebody of a different culture. We really do have massive cultural divides. And even now I can hear kids running around outside screaming their little heads off. Ha 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 ha. It's pitch black. What are they doing? It must be so dangerous. Well, I have some humming noise in my building coming uh, and going each time. Yeah. And I'm like, hello, hello, who's there? Who is humming? The places we live now, we've said we need to save that for another episode because there's more to say. Just now we've discussed everything that we went through. And yeah. now both of us moved on to live in the, our own apartments. You are you are renting a village house. I'm renting yeah. um, an apartment in North Point. And oh, a lot of challenges came through that too. We like unlocked yeah. a whole another level of problems to ourselves. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's going to be a separate episode because it's like oh, too much oh, to oh. handle, too much to talk about, you guys. Yeah. So yeah, I hope that nobody will think that we are such like anti-social bitches bitching about other people and I don't know. Let people think what they want to think. We know, we know who we are. We know that we're not. Uh, well, nobody's perfect to begin with and yeah, everybody has their own truth in every conflict, in every situation. So And and literally everybody who's our age or even younger than our age, even if you were at uni and you were living with uni roommates, um, that kind of thing uh, in student halls, everybody's been through these kind of things we've been through. And like we would also really love people to tell us about things like that because it's always so interesting. <laughs> please, please 
uh, send us emails or send us um, messages on Instagram and tell us about your situation. Have you ever had yeah. this kind of like conflicts with your roommates or whatever? Or did you ever rent an apartment by yourself? Like what's happening? Was it good? Yeah. Was it bad? Did because you rent in, in Hong Kong? Kong? Yeah, did you rent yeah. your apartment in Hong Kong? How was that experience? We would love to know because it's just uh life is life is interesting. I don't know. Life is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean all of these things that happened, at least we have some like cool stories to tell everybody. <laughs> exactly. Like it's not a boring life at all. <laughs> no, it's things not. To remember. It's not. Yeah. And we're still riding this wave of good news going on right now, so overall I'm feeling pretty good. So we can forget about all the bullshit. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever podcast platform you use. It'd be lovely if you could leave us a review. Head over to our Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, all at IAHKPod. We would love to hear your thoughts on today's episode. If you have interesting stories to share, email us at IAHKPod at gmail.com. Thank, Thank you, you and see ya! ya.